Hi everyone, welcome back to yet another episode of Life Talks with Emma and Nadia. I'm Emma and today I'm joined by my co-host Nadia. Hi everybody. And today we are going to be diving into um, another episode covering identity. Both Nadia and I have mentioned that we are avid ballet dancers and we have been since the age of four and we are now um, 18 and 17. Yes. Um, But now as we progress into moving towards college and pursuing our professional careers, which are not going to be ballet, a disclaimer, (laughs) um, you know, we have had to go through a little bit of an identity change and shift as we determine how ballet and dance overall is going to be playing a role in who we are and who we say we are moving forward. Um, So yeah, this is going to be sort of like a little reflection of that. And Nadia can kick us off. Okay, so ballet has kind of been like the the sport, I guess, the art that I've known for my whole life. Emma said we started at four. I actually started when I was three. So (laughs) it's been a long time. And so I've never really known how to live without ballet and it's like gotten more rigorous throughout the years and I've gotten more involved in it um, as you go up in the levels so it's kind of difficult to imagine a life without like some dance in it whether that is ballet or contemporary or you know whatever other kind of dance styles I'll get into so I right now have reduced my ballet um, to only once a week from like four times a week which actually isn't that much but once a week only um, because I didn't want to continue doing like 10 or 11 hours of ballet when I had college apps and like projects to do outside of school Um, school itself you know it's my senior year so I wanted to like focus on other things apart from ballet I'd also like me and Emma finished um, the advanced two level of the Royal Academy of Dance last year which is the highest level to clarify so we like can't learn anymore basically Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there wasn't really anywhere else for me to go unless I wanted to, you know, maybe go do some of the lower levels of, like, okay, the RID system is really complicated. I'm not going to explain it right now. But there's, like, vocational levels and grade levels. So I finished the vocational levels. So I could do the grade levels if I wanted to, but it wasn't, like, going to be a challenge like it was, like, doing advanced two was. And also Emma was leaving, which I, I didn't really want to continue ballet if I was, like, losing the people that made it really fun so yeah that's my reasoning for something what was what was Emma's reasoning <laughs> well thank you uh mm-hmm. for letting the world know I'm one of your favorite people at the studio <laughs> um so similar to Nadia you know started ballet at a very young age fell in love with it <clears throat> and everything about it continued doing dance both at the studio I started dancing at school um, last year. I even started like teaching dance as well. Um, So dance has been such a crucial part of my world and who I say I am and present myself. Unfortunately, I didn't really even have a choice last year about stopping just because I was a senior in high school and leaving for college. Um, I graduated at the top level of the Royal Academy system. Um, So it was a very 
bittersweet ending but you know like everything things come to an end and I'm content with how it ended um so that was good it's just senior senior goodbyes I guess is why I had to stop I know that actually from junior year going to senior year I was debating stopping like Nadia did and is doing right now just because after so many years of doing such a hard sport it can feel very overwhelming and very exhausting. And I didn't know if I had the mental and physical capacity to do as much as we were doing. Nonetheless, I decided to continue because it was my last year. And because then I could say I accomplished uh, graduating out of the highest level and I could spend the last year with my friends. And I'm glad I did. But I do remember it being very tiring and tolling on me and ultimately, even though I say ballet is such a big part of me, I think in that last year, ballet consumed more of me than it added to me in that, like, in other aspects of social and daily life, I was just exhausted and wasn't really able to be myself to the fullest extent because of ballet. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that can be a little bit deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, like, I definitely um, understand, like, that aspect of it. Because sometimes ballet can be very draining. It's just, not even just the long hours that you spend at the studio. Um, there's, like, a mental toll of the, trying to push yourself. And, like, um, a lot of times you hit roadblocks, you, you know, mental blocks. Um, much like when you're writing and you can't write anymore. Like, sometimes when you're dancing, you're, when, if you're not going anywhere, you get really frustrated and that can like kind of translate to other parts of your life all over um so yeah definitely in years of high school when you're like trying to you're, you're, you're battling a lot especially my junior year of high school um you know with like standardized testing the classes were really hard and stuff I also started like missing days of ballet because I realized it was more important for me to get my school stuff in order rather than go to the studio for two hours and then like come home at like 10 p.m and be exhausted and still have to do mm -hmm. homework and all that um yeah. so it can get very very draining to continue ballet as you get older yeah and we have to totally think about how seniors graduating moving on to college like you definitely have to get in a mindset shift of focusing on your academic and professional career and so even when I was younger, I noticed a lot of senior dancers would stop before their last year just because they had to focus on those college applications and making sure that they were adding things to the resume other than just dance. And then going back to the point you said, Nadia, about it being mentally tolling, honestly, and let me know if you agree or disagree with me, I think ballet is more mentally tolling than physically tolling. I, uh, I'm not sure if I completely agree with that, but I would definitely say that it is very mentally tolling. Like, any kind of sport is very mental. Like, you need a lot of willpower to continue ballet. I don't, because hmm, it's very, very physically tolling. Like, especially, like, when it starts ramping up, I, both of us experienced injuries, um, not even injuries, but just, like, pain. Like, we'd reg I, I had knee pains growing up um, when I was younger, and then they kind of continued because... Uh, I, you know, my knees were a little bit messed up because of ballet. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if I would agree with that completely because it's very physically tolling, but you do need a lot of willpower yes. to like 
push through that pain and like get yourself to the studio every day and like put yourself in a mentality where you're like okay I'm like my body hurts it's tired um it's it's like 9 p.m I've given up but I, I know to right continue doing this whatever it is um, okay so well I guess we should shift into talking about uh we just finished talking about why we left sort of ballet and dance but maybe we should talk a little bit about what it looks like in our present life um and then afterwards we can move into how that has changed our identity mm-hmm. yeah so like I mentioned before I'm only doing ballet once a week now um it's like three hours uh that day but uh so it's still like a significant amount of ballet but it's become a lot more relaxing, I suppose, to go to dance. It's not like a chore to go once a week. Um, I really like the people I dance with. Um, It gives me time to hang out with people that I don't see very much. Um, I love my teacher that day. She's really sweet. She doesn't like, um, she's not naggy. And also there's no pressure on me to do any better than I did last week because like exams, I'm not doing any competitions. I'm, I'm the only person who I'm trying to meet right there is myself. So I'll go into the studio and I'll be like, hey, I'm not as strong as I was like this time last year when I was doing four times a week, like rigorous amount of ballet to get ready for the exam. But I did better, I did more turns than I did last week. So I'm that kind of thing. Yeah, so it becomes a very like personal, personally driven thing, which is very nice. I think it's better to have your... um, motivation come from yourself rather than other people being like hey you need to do this this and this because you need to pass this exam and whatever Mm -hmm. you know I I like having Mm -hmm. that personal motivation it's makes ballet a lot more fun because I'm challenging myself right I'm not like looking down on myself because I can't do certain something I need to do for an exam yeah yeah so it's been really nice um and I'm also like I've very physically I've noticed my body is feeling a lot better than it did this time last year and I'm still like doing exercise outside of ballet but it's my body's not like in constant pain like I don't wake up in the morning and I'm like uh hey my um my ankle is like killing me today it's like that doesn't happen anymore even after the one day of ballet where I'm like oh maybe I'll be sore the next day I'm actually not like because my body gets a lot of time to recover um, and I wanted to put a disclaimer that, you know, we talk really harshly about dance and ballet in a lot of our podcasts, but at the root, Nadia and I really love ballet. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to say I don't have any regrets, but I think in the long term, like when I'm like 40 or 50 and looking back on all these years of dancing, I'm going to remember the pain, but honestly, the joy that it and the people in the studio has brought me has been, like, unconditional. It has been really good being a dancer. Okay. Yes, and <laughs> that was my disclaimer. Um, okay, so how does dance look like in my present life? So the summer after I graduated, I was dropping into classes a little bit. Um, during summer camp and just taking some classes but obviously not to the same level as before which is around 12 hours a week Um, and then I was teaching I got a first job teaching last summer at another local dance studio and I taught during a summer session I taught ballet contemporary jazz 
stretching conditioning their summer camps or kids or teenagers and that was a blast I had so much fun doing that um, I really hope to find something similar this summer and then I also taught uh, sort of unpaid though at my high school their summer dance camp and I was able to choreograph for them um, and that was really fun so I sort of transitioned into a role from being a student and working on myself every day to being a teacher and being able to pass down what I had learned all these years to other students. Um, and then obviously I had to go to college and I go to college out of state, which means that I wasn't able to continue teaching at that local dance studio I did this summer, even though they offered me a position, I just physically couldn't because I wasn't in the state. Um, so I came up to my college right now and I was really interested in continuing dance. I'm not a dance major, I'm not a dance minor, but I still wanted to take a couple classes. Um, but unfortunately, due to my schedule, it's so academically rigorous that right now dance, taking a class just hasn't been able to fit in it in my schedule. And so I decided to join a couple different organizations on campus. For example, I am the general officer for our dance club and I joined um, a contemporary student led company. And I also, got a job teaching at my university's recreation center where I teach contemporary dance beginner level to adults and college students. And then next um, quarter, I am gonna be adding on beginner ballet as well to that. And I get paid for that, which is fantastic. I love getting paid for something I absolutely love to do. And then I realized that with the contemporary dance company, um, it wasn't really what I wanted it to be for me. It wasn't doing me any good. It didn't bring me much joy. And I was taking on other academic extracurriculars. So I decided to drop out of that, um, which is pretty strange for me because I typically, once I commit to something, I write it out all the way. I, it just really wasn't working for me. And then I think with the dance club officer, it's nice to say I do that, but we're kind of moving a little bit slow this year. And I don't know how much I've been able to say I've accomplished in that position. And so really the only time I have to dance is teaching at my rec center, which is only once a week for an hour. And the next quarter will be two hours, uh, two days a week. So two hours total, sorry, mm -hmm. one hour, one day, and then another hour the other day. But because of I choreograph what I want to teach my students beforehand, like previously, so let's say my classes are on Thursday, on like Monday and Tuesday when I walk to class, I'll be coming up with the combo in my head. And so it seems like dance is more present in my life than it probably actually is, even though it's only an hour a week. Um, and then occasionally I will like, find a space in the studio at the gym and do a little bar or some warm-up plies, but definitely not to the same extent as before. 
I also did not even bring up my point shoes, which are the sh shoes dancers use to go on their tippy toes. <laughs> and then um, I definitely don't stretch as much. I am naturally more flexible, um, which I love. So hopefully I won't lose that ability moving forward. I try to maintain that, but I don't think I'm getting any flexible, flexible per se. Yeah. So actually, you mentioned all the clubs that you're in. I forgot to mention that I'm also kind of doing dance outside of the regular ballet class. Um, this we're, I'm part of a club. I'm, I'm an officer in a dance club at my school, and we're doing um, a dance performance for our multicultural week, um, So which is just like a, a week that celebrates different cultures. I think that's pretty explanatory. Um, but yeah, so I'm still doing like dancing outside of school, and I would definitely agree with the whole thing of like, even though I don't dance regularly anymore, like it still very much exists. Like if I want to calm down I'll, or I want to just like let some emotions out or whatever, you know, just doing some dancing in my room or just doing it in my head, you know? A lot of times I'll hear a piece of music and I'll just be like, oh my God, I know the perfect combination of moves for this. I know, right? Yeah. Or just like watching videos of dance on like Instagram or YouTube or whatever. So it's a very present in my life and I don't think that's ever going to go away but just doing it less, I guess. Yeah, like, even I know you attended our studio's Nutcracker, even though you weren't mm -hmm. in it. And I saw a professional company's Nutcracker because it was so hard to let go of that <laughs> and not being in it for the first time in, like, yeah. 12 years. But I guess this is the perfect segue to sort of shift into um, how our identity has been shifted from saying, like, okay, am I still a dancer or was I a dancer or am I so qualified as a dancer or am I past my prime, et cetera? So I guess we can move into that. What do you think? Are you qualified as a dancer? I think, I think you are. You know, it's been difficult because dance is, has been such a big part of our lives. It's just strange if I all of a sudden one year ago, well, I'm no longer a dancer because I don't dance as much. Um, and like an hour a week barely counts for us, considering we've been doing 12, 15 hours a week, usually in the past. And so it's difficult. And I want to say that once a dancer, always a dancer. And I think that what I tell my students in my recreation class is that they don't have to have the background. I teach a lot of beginners who have never set foot in a dance studio before. And I tell them they can say they're a dancer because they showed up and took the class. And I tell them that everyone can be a dancer. And I think I honestly need to internalize that a little bit more because I really like when I'm like 70 to look back and say like, I am still a dancer at 70 because I think everyone can be a dancer, but it's just because we are trained so classically and so hard, it's hard to let go that my prime been last year and mm -hmm. so even though like I'm not training as much I'm sure I'm still very I mean it's only been like a couple of months it's not even been a full year I feel like but mm -hmm. actually maybe it has I don't know <laughs> maybe almost but yeah so I definitely struggle with that right now I am saying that I am a dancer because I do teach dance, I'm still kind of active in that. But 
It definitely is a little bit confusing and a little bit of an identity crisis for me because it's really hard of letting go of the fact that I may not ever be as good as I was a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it just sometimes it's a little bit sad when I, um, when I like do something and I realize it's harder for me than it was before. Like even just like jumps yeah. and then I, I'm like, oh, I'm burnt out after doing this for like a minute when usually I could go for a really long time. Um, so that kind of loss of strength is like a little bit sad sometimes, but I'm also going to the gym regularly. So hopefully building that back up. Yeah. And it's just like, like, honestly, when I go back home, I plan on like dropping in by the studio and taking a couple of classes and I'm nervous for that, you know, as much as it's calming to get back in the studio, um, I'm nervous because I haven't practiced that much and I don't want to see how like much my ability has dropped, even though probably to an onlooker, I look really great. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. What about you? I mean, you can clear, I think, I think for you, you can still say you're a dancer. I mean, you go to the studio. It's a little bit like, People ask me if I still do ballet, and I'm like, yeah, technically, I do it like once a week, so yeah, technically, um, yeah. So it's just like that when people ask me if I do ballet, I, I they like usually my answer was like, oh yeah, I do it four times a week. It's really rigorous, but um, <laughs> now the answer is not that anymore. So like, I think when people ask me the question like, do you still dance? Um, they expect that kind of answer. Um, yeah, but. That's not the one I'm giving them. Yeah. I think ballet standard, ballet people just hold themselves at a very high standard because yes. ballet is kind of an elitist sport, but <laughs> dancers, like most actually good dancers will dance four or five, maybe six times a week, like all day, right? So to be the person that goes like, oh yeah, I do ballet once a week. Um, it's kind of like, why are you still doing ballet once a week when everybody else is doing it like, so much right how can you call yourself a ballet dancer if you're only training for like a couple hours yeah and you know I think we're really hard on ourselves about that just because we've been raised to such high standards and I think taking a step back and looking at our whole situation from like someone who's never been a dancer before like they would probably still call us dancers because dance is still present in our lives and I think even if we get to a point where dance isn't present and it's just memories and nostalgia and maybe dancing um, in like the living room with friends and stuff, maybe that's the extent we get to at some point in our lives of dance. I think it's still always going to be a part of us. And, you know, I would really, yeah, like I mentioned, I would really like to be older and say that I'm still a dancer. Um, I think that would be really great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully I can, because I don't know about next year, but hopefully I can also continue to do some dancing next year, whether it's by myself or in a team, you know. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, and, you know, I just really think that letting go of dance has been a really difficult thing for me these past few months, and I'm trying to hold on to what I had previously. And I think 
I just sort of have to understand that it's a journey and not everything's going to look the same every year. I'm just so accustomed to it looking the same because I've done it that way for my entire life. And I have to accept that, you know, moving forward, it might not look the same, but I, I am still who I am um, and that it can still, I can still say I'm a dancer. So yeah, the transition from doing ballet like intensively to not doing it at all or barely doing it it's very difficult. Transition in itself is very difficult. But once you get used to having so much time, having like doing other things, you fill up your time with other things, um, it doesn't become very difficult. I mean, obviously, I still miss ballet a little bit. Um, I miss the community part of it. I miss the like actual dancing part of it. Um, but, you know, I've filled up my time with other things. I have I was very busy last semester with um, college apps and stuff like that. Now that those are done, um, I'm still like doing other stuff outside of school. I'm doing a research project and um, I have time for like clubs. I don't have to like rush after school to get my homework done because I know I have ballet late. Um, I can go to sleep at whatever time I want. I don't have to like wait until ballet ends at like 10. Um, And I have a lot of time for friends and stuff. And that's been really nice because it's like my senior year. I want to enjoy the the people around me and the places around me for as long as I can before I leave so you know the transition it is hard at the beginning and like going to Nutcracker and stuff that I didn't participate in is sad and I miss, made me miss it a little bit but um overall I think the transition has been pretty smooth for me yeah I think a lot of times when I look back on ballet I try to remember a lot of the happy things because it's brought me such joy and something I've invested so much in, I wouldn't want to remember just the bad things. But I think because I do that, I also um, kind of pushed down a lot of the exhaustion I felt, especially the last year. Um, When I look back at how I was feeling or what I was telling my friends about how I felt, it's like, it was very draining. And if that wasn't my last year, I probably would have told myself to quit. Um, I don't think I could have done another year more, honestly. And I think it was a good decision um, to leave. And like my happiness and mental health also has increased tremendously by honestly like eliminating that type of ballet training from my schedule and life. Um, So and I found so many different things to do in my meantime. And I've explored different extracurriculars. And college has been wonderful. Um, but yeah, definitely letting go can be very difficult. But I think looking back, I'm glad that I was able to leave when I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, definitely last year it was just- really difficult to get through so I was like I don't think I can do another year of this especially with like senior year responsibilities coming up but yeah mm-hmm. I think I found a good like compromise like doing it once a week and then still doing a little bit of like, dance outside yeah you found a really great compromise I think which is really good and yeah I don't know what will happen like even after college like because it's very difficult to find I guess dance classes for adults that like already know how to do ballet you know because like a lot of dance classes is and I wouldn't say I'm a beginner even if I don't do a lot 
You are not a beginner. Myself a beginner category, right? So it's a little bit difficult to find classes for like adults, dancers that that aren't just like very basic, you know. Um, but we'll see if I continue or want to continue or anything. Maybe I will take up teaching. Uh, we'll we will see what happens. Yeah, it's definitely scary looking into the unknown very exciting because there's just so many new possibilities as well out there so I think what I'm getting from a little talk today is to really just be able to be content with the unknown but knowing that like anything you've done essentially your entire life is going to be a part of you you can't really erase that I can move forward saying I am a dancer confidently when people ask me um and it's really interesting actually because I was talking to a girl in the gym I saw doing a very specific dancer stress stretch so I knew she was a dancer and I went up to her and I was like are you a dancer and she said I was a dancer and she's the same age as me first year in college and she stopped junior year so just like you Nadia and she definitely said I was a dancer and I told her I think you can say you still are a dancer but obviously every other individual journeys with that and I would like to move forward saying I still am a dancer um but yeah we will have to see how dance presents itself in my life Mm. yeah and I think that's a good place to end we've kind of covered a lot today but yeah, this is a bit about our journeys to transition from not being from being dancers to not being dancers. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you.